Sit back, relax. Grab your motherfucking tea. And come take a sip with the minorities. Hosted by... Your melanated queen, Dariel. Your favorite it boy, Logan. And your token gay, Chris. Oh my god. Girl, what the fuck? Are you saying an indigenous chant over there? What the fuck? I was about to say, I think you just put a fucking hex on us. That's what I was sitting on. I was like, what the fuck? All right, welcome back, ladies, gays, theys, grays, and the people that aren't them. Thank you for clicking on this episode of the podcast. Um, today we are going to be talking about. Um, I always follow that fucking prompt, and half the time it doesn't really even work out. Today we're going to be telling you guys some scary, spooky stories. Um, and the spirit of Halloween, um, because that is when this episode should be coming out. Um, yeah, so we just kind of scoured the internet, um, tried to find some spooky stories that we thought would, uh, that you guys would enjoy, um, and, yeah, so, there we go. Before we do that, we're gonna have our mental health check, uh, for anyone who's first time listening, a mental health check is just when we kind of check in with one another, see what's going on, see what's the haps and, you know, in your brain, all the good things that run around in there. Yeah. But yeah. Who wants to go first? I feel like Chris has it. I was about to say, I feel like Chris hasn't gone first in the Alright, I will go ahead and go first. Um, so I'm just gonna do like a short one like the last week. Um so we're currently recording this on a Friday. On Monday of this week, um I got home from work. I you know, I let Apollo out my dog, I let him outside. And while I was out there, I think I was on FaceTime with Logan when it was literally happening. Um, my cat, that's an inside cat, jumped yeah. over my neighbor's fence and started running towards me and meowing. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. So she got outside somehow, and it wasn't me. Um, she's not fixed. So, and yeah, she's also not fixed. So I think she was out there being a hussy. Oh, that's Apollo good. wouldn't leave her alone after she came back. She's he still won't leave her alone. Does mm. that Which did Apollo do that stuff whenever your other cats were pregnant? Or your other no, cats? no, but it's just he's acting completely different around her. Like it's an entirely different interaction that he's having with like, her now. Is he being nicer or is he being like a more aggressive? He's mounting her. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, which what is why fuck? I was yelling at him what earlier. And this is not something that has happened. But all of a sudden, after she returns from being outside for a day, this is happening. And no good thoughts are in my head right now. That's fair. Yeah. That's so I'm fair. afraid that she's pregnant. And I'm not going to go into detail, but it was pretty traumatic the last time she got pregnant. Yeah. Um. So... Actually, yeah. think that when that happened, we talked about it on the podcast. Oof. Well, I think we went into the details, but I think we did bring it up. If you don't know what we're talking about, go try to find that episode. <laughs> <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, I mean, work's going iffy right now, too. Um, we're going through a state audit, possibly soon. So just trying to get everything up to state code is exhausting. That's fair. Exhausting. Mm-hmm. And it's not like we were doing anything illegal before, the company that I work for. It's mm-hmm. just that we've been so short-staffed that, like, I've been doing a lot of work and it's not enough for a full team and we don't have a, we don't have nearly close to a full team right now so it's just exhausting trying to get all the way caught up to where if this audit does come um we won't get penalized <laughs> mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean other than that Smooth sailing, banging on all cylinders. Mm, love that. Yeah, same problems <laughs> I've been having for the last six months, just going steady. <laughs> right. So overall yeah. consensus? Pretty good. <laughs> all right, snaps in the chat. Snaps in the chat. All right, which one of you is going next? I go next. The wit. Um... I mean, the week wasn't bad. It honestly went by kind of fast. Uh, we had a little work party yesterday, which was mm-hmm. super fun. Our boss took everybody out to, like, get drinks and food and play some games and stuff. It was a really yeah. good time. It was a lot of fun. It was a super fun time. Yeah, and we found out that we're getting um, Christmas, like, the week the weeks from Christmas through New Year's um, yeah. off and paid for. Mm-hmm. So very That's excited about that. Very nice. Yeah. So that's really exciting. But I'd say overall it was a good week. Pretty, you know. Oh my God. Oh my God. I can't believe I didn't even. Okay. This week, in the middle of the week, my boyfriend surprised me with a date, which was so fun. He put a bunch of like little sticky notes together and I'm going to post about it on my social media here soon. Um, I'll post about it on the minorities accounts too, but uh, he sent, he put a bunch of sticky notes around our house and had me do like a little scavenger hunt and he bought me like a new flannel. And then he, the scavenger hunt, he had me find candles, like just big candles because I like candles a lot, and then he had me find the little candles that go inside pumpkins, which for some reason I didn't put together. Hmm. And then I went to the kitchen and I found the pumpkin carving set, and it still didn't click where we were going next. And he looked at me and he was like, are you ready to go to the pumpkin patch? And I was like, oh my god, we're going to the pumpkin patch? (laughs) Because, you know, any other person would have been like, yeah, naturally, that's what you would assume after all those clues that you saw. But I was too busy and focused on figuring out the clues and finding the stuff in the room to figure out how they all connected. (laughs) But yeah, so he took me on a date to the pumpkin patch, and we got some pumpkins, and then he made me dinner. And it was a really good night. That's really cute. So this week has been actually super good. It's been a really good week. Good shit. So I'd say overall consensus, party great this week. Damn, it's been a while since we've gotten a pretty great. I know. It's about freaking time. That's all I gotta say. Mm -hmm. (coughs) 
Um, I guess that just leaves little old me. Um, I mean, like, since the last time we recorded, I guess everything's been alright. Um, yeah, we found all that stuff out about work, and that's very exciting. Um, I, like, I felt very, like, stuck recently, or, like, not really stuck, but, like, There's just, like, a lot of shit that I want to do, and I feel like there's, like, I won't ever be able to get there to, like, be able to do it. And so, right now, like, my focus is just trying to get my mindset, like, changed, just so that I can, you know, like, bear being alive, and also, like, enjoy the things that I have, and the things that are good in my life, and be able to look forward to, like, the future, and look forward to, um, like, moving on, and... Yeah. So overall things have been like very good. Uh otherwise I've just like been thinking a lot lately and um so sometimes I'll get like caught up in my head and um it kinda will like bring my date my or my mood down for the day. Um but I just kinda have to remember that like things really like they aren't that bad. Like I'm alive. Um, I feel like I say this every time. I'm alive. I've got a roof over my head. I've got my cute little kitty at home. And, like, the things, like, aren't terrible. And you shouldn't downplay yeah. that. You shouldn't... Anywhere you are that you feel like you're doing, like, semi-well, and you feel... You should yeah. applaud yourself for that. Yeah. Not necessarily where you overall want to be, even if you're in, like, a... Like you, like you said, you have a roof over your head, you know, you're yeah. in a pretty decent space. I think that's something to... Be happy about. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Shouldn't downplay yourself, Logan. No. But yeah, so I absolutely agree with that. And some days it's just it's harder than others to to remember that. But <laughs> um recently it like I wouldn't say it's been harder or easier um to do that. But I do remind myself of that, and then, like, I have a wonderful support system with you guys, and with, like, Stacy now at work, and Eli, and, um, yeah. So, overall, things are pretty good, I would have to say. Yeah! We love yeah. having multiple weeks of pretty good and pretty great. Yeah! Absolutely. Considering where we all were before this, I'd say I am very happy we're all where we are right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, those are pretty good, pretty good mental health checks. <laughs> um, we do have just a couple of short announcements to go ahead and tell everyone. Um, the first one is that our uploading schedule is definitely going to change because we are still in the transition kind of part of this whole thing like i still got shit going on every i mean everybody just always has shit going on so until we can like make the podcast our first priority and not have all these major problems um we are going to cut ourselves some slack just so that we are able to continue being consistent yeah um as you noticed our last episode came out on a monday this episode is coming out on halloween um so until the end of this season our upload schedule is going to be every other Monday. So instead of four episodes a month like you were expecting um, previously, you're only going to get two. But they're going to be quality. We're spending a lot of time editing and recording. 
um so that they'll still be yeah yeah still be some good content for you yeah i want to make it great for um, you guys also pause really quick but yeah so that's the new upload schedule until the end of the season um and we are thinking about the end of the season being about halfway through december um and then we plan on taking a a like a three-month break. Um, it's undetermined when we will be actually for sure coming back, but we do hey, plan we on giving be... ourselves a break for the end of the year. Yeah. We will be back before spring, for sure. Yes. Be the winter months that, that we'll be coming back with season three? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Season fucking three. Wild. Crazy. Yeah, it's gonna be a journey. So you guys, you know, you know the deal. Just kind of ride the waves with us. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Yep. In the meantime, look out for us every two fucking weeks. Yeah. Absolutely, every other Monday. Yeah. Right. Now that we got that out of the way, I'm excited to start this Halloween episode. Mm-hmm. Me too. Well, Dariel, do you want to go to start us off then? Yeah. We are all connected. One and then your book surprise last. Yeah, that's a good idea. Okay, so um, I have a few. I have, technically, there's four, I guess. Um, And at the end of this episode, or closer to the end, we're going to kind of surprise you guys with something from our high school days. Oh my god, it's a good one. Um, But I'm going to start, and mine... So, I don't know how this popped into my head. I just remember reading about this or seeing something about it a really long time ago and it's all they are referred to as are the staircases in the woods that's like what they're known as oh i've totally heard about this yeah so i was was kind of interested because i've seen like stories here and there about them but i've never known like if it's a if it's true like if they actually exist and b if it's like just like some weird reddit thread that you know someone like came up with so i started by getting on reddit and just looking up staircase in the woods and that's kind of where i'm gonna start i have about five different stories um so i guess i'm just gonna get into it get into it this first um is the title says true story staircase in the woods south georgia me and my brother were in were enjoying a ride on our family golf cart and we found a random trail like you tell things have whoa all right some of these are not going to be um grammatically great (laughs) so bear with me it will make sense in the end uh like you tell things have been there before with curiosity we went to check it was definitely easy to get there. It was a couple of bushes we had to step over, then we saw it. I started to feel nauseous and sick to my stomach, but curiosity got the best of me, so I checked it out. There was a couple steps missing. There was basically nothing around it. All the bushes were dead, and a small tree. This staircase was in the woods by George's River, Crooked River. Like, the water was probably 20 feet from it, so at first I thought it was something to see the water so i wanted to see if it had a good view but when i got to the top you couldn't see anything it was all covered up by trees but the trees that covered it up 
were very big and old looking. I started feeling awful. I looked down the stairs and me and my brother went to our friends. Oh, what? Hold on. Sorry, there's like no fucking punctuation in this story, so I'm a little I started feeling awful. I walked down the stairs, and me and my brother went to our friend's house like we had originally planned. I haven't felt any better since. I think I might need to go back and resolve this somehow. I don't know what to do. Sorry, that was really hard to follow with, and not all of them are going to be like that. But when I originally read it, I was like, hmm, that's weird. Uh, so yeah, there was that one, which kind of, that's kind of what struck my interest again in it, is reading some of these Reddit stories, because, like, if I looked it up and hadn't found anything interesting, I would have been like, eh, like, maybe it's not a thing, whatever. Yeah. Um. And you found a bunch of shit on it. Yeah. This one was kind of fucking wild. So, it says... When I was young, I stumbled across a random staircase in the middle of the woods. I was only there for what seemed like ten minutes, but I would later find out that I had been gone for two hours. What happened to me? Uh, this is... That was like the title. <laughs> that was a long title. Oof. So, this happened to me when I was 13, and I've never heard of anything like this happening to anyone else. I've never told anyone about this. Me and my best friend were playing in the woods behind my house. We were playing hide-and-seek, and I stumbled upon a staircase that led nowhere. I'm assuming it's the stairs of a torn-down house or a cabin or something. Anyways, not thinking about it, I climbed up it. When I hit the top, I just started to look around, and I felt really odd, like I was being watched or an animal was stalking me. Then I noticed that the sounds of the forest had completely disappeared. It was completely silent. Then the wind picked me up. Then the wind picked up, and I heard it transform into a scream that made me slap back into it. It was my mom and my friend. Apparently, I had been <clears throat> gone for two hours. Nobody could find me. I went back in, and that was it. I never told anybody about what happened, nor do I have any explanation. I don't really believe in the paranormal or anything, but this is my story, 100% true to the best of my memory. My mom and my friend will still say I was lost in the woods for two hours. Any explanations? Oof. That's weird. That's, weird. That's super weird. Isn't it? Ugh. That made me feel yucky. Ooh, yeah, that made me First of all, if I happened upon a random staircase in the woods, I think the <clears throat> last thing that I would do is climb it? No, I totally would go up. Oh, I was going to say, I, I would too, to be completely honest. I I'd be like, holy shit, I'm going to go up these fucking stairs, that's cool. <laughs> I'm gonna go up these fucking stairs. Okay, and here's the weirder thing. The next story I'm about to tell is very similar to the last one, but it's a different person. It says, In 2017, I was hiking in the woods with my grandfather when we came across stairs. Nothing near them, just stairs. Looked like they weren't, looked like they were ripped right out of a house. I walked up them, why wouldn't I? Once I got to the top, I felt uncomfortable. Not much, just a little. I'm like, some, I've, like I'm somewhere I shouldn't be. Then I realized there was no noise. None whatsoever. Eventually I got scared and came down. Maybe just going crazy. And then someone said, any side effects afterwards? How long did the deafness last? He said, three to five minutes after I left the stairs. Oof. 
He could not hear anything for three to five minutes after he came down off the staircase. Hmm. I don't know if I like that. I hate that. Yeah. I hate that. That made me feel That would make me shit <laughs> my pants mm-hmm. five times over if I lost my hearing for ten seconds. Yeah. Like, why are all these people acting like this isn't a big deal? I feel like... like I couldn't hear anything for five minutes. It was kind of weird. It was, like, really surreal, you know? Oh, <laughs> like, what? <laughs> it was ridiculous. It's wild. I'd still do it, though. That is wild. I want to see. I won't believe it unless I see it. Well... Okay. So, this next one, um, this will be the last one that I have about stories of the stairs in the woods. Uh, it's kind of long, but, oh my god, this one is fucking wild. And, before I get in, actually no, I'll read the story first and then I'll explain. So yesterday, February 16th, 2021, I had an encounter with an old staircase that led upwards around six feet. I could tell it's six feet because I was five inches taller than it. I was walking along a path in the country that was completely alien to me. I hadn't been there before. So around eight-ish miles up, I came across a six-foot staircase. It had white sides and floorboards, uh, only slightly weathered. It was a pretty nice day, light winds from the north, and the sun would shine through the thin clouds. Unfortunately, oh, unfortunately. Fortunately, I was with a friend... Or something worse could have happened. I hadn't known any of the paranormal links that these staircase that these stairways have so naturally like the aspiring musician I am. Did that make sense to you guys? <laughs> I hadn't known any of the paranormal links that these stairways have, so naturally, like the aspiring musician I am, I took a photo on it for an album cover. Oh. I did not notice the warmth on touch, but I decided to shrug it off because it had been under sunlight. <clears throat> when I climbed up the stairs, I sat down on the sixth or so step and took a picture, and it came back to something different. The picture had inverted colors, which was odd, considering it was an iPhone 11, and I doubt it would have been corrupted or something. The second thing being a woman behind me that stood head and shoulders above the stairway. My f- I'm sorry, I'm probably a little dyslexic. (laughs) The second thing being a woman behind me that stood head and shoulders above the stairway. My friend didn't say anything about that. So naturally, I walked the stairway to heaven, Led Zeppelin fans will know, and I got forcefully knocked off and landed on my back. Then my friend disappeared. The The time had stayed the same, progressing as normal, so he hadn't any time to run off. Then when I looked behind me, I noticed a seven-footish tall woman. I honestly was a mix of confused and scared. My memory had become blurry from that point, but what I can remember is running from her and finding my friend. Nah! Holy shit. That story was fucking wild! Yeah. Right? That's insane. That so is. I did more <clears throat> like digging about the staircases in the woods. That last story I just told you, 
was on the No Sleep Reddit, which was a thread that was originally created to be like scary stories. Hmm. So some people write fake stories about staircase encounters, just like a scary, like, you know, fanfare or whatever. And some are like actual cases of encountering them in the woods. So like after I read that story and I looked at the comments and the guy was like, yeah, it's a fake story. I'm like, I'm like a writer or whatever. I was like, what are all of these fake? Oh. So then I came across another Reddit, um, and it said this some of some people's like accounts or whatever got deleted, so it'll say like deleted, but it'll leave their comment. And <clears throat> oh. um, so these were on the bottom of another story I found, but it said someone's gotta pin something in this sub so people know that stairs in the woods was a series of fictional stories on Reddit No Sleep. And that's what that's what I was telling you about. And I was like, what? So the comment underneath that one says, Stairs in the Woods is actually a real thing from previous buildings slash houses that no longer exist. I came across them in all states of despair across the country in my 53 years, as well as foundations or just the fireplace standing burnout with nothing growing around them. As far... As for supernatural, unexplained experiences, believe them or not, a lot of unexplainable things happen in the wilderness. Now, I googled it because I was like, well, now I don't even believe that this shit fucking exists anymore. Right. And it does. It, on Google, I, it says, is there actually stairs in the woods? It says, surprisingly, they are very real. The mysterious stairways have appeared in at least seven countries, including the U.S. and Belgium, where the country's highest peak features a staircase to the sky. They can be made of stone, brick, iron, or wood, and are in all different decomposition states. Which I thought was interesting. And so I kind of started to look through like the Google questions more about it. Mm-hmm. And one of them is, why shouldn't you go up the stairs in the woods? And now some of the stories that we previously heard of other people's personal experiences, mm-hmm. or, you know, what I believe to be personal experiences, mm-hmm. it says, some people say the stairs lead to another dimension. Other people say it leads to hell. Others say that's why so many people and kids go missing in the National forest. Because they climb these stairs and they are never seen again. Right. And those are the things that I have heard when I originally heard about these stairs. Is that it's an alternate dimension. And that if you go to the top and you fall, you're in a different place. Yeah. That's what I remember. And that's kind of what prompted my interest in this. And I was like... Holy Not shit. me wanting to go up in the mountains and fucking fall off a set of stairs. off the stairs. Get me out of that, this place. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. So I kind of even want to look into it more, and I want to find, like, videos of people talking about it and, like, maybe them encountering the stairs. I don't know. I just want to look into this more now because now that I've seen some of the Reddit stuff, I'm like, yo, real or not, they definitely exist. Mm-hmm. Now I just want to find out if the lure around them also exists. Yeah. Because right. that would be... Wild! I think we should try and have a minorities trip where we try and stumble. Yeah, we go to 
the stairs in the woods. Uh, I'm, I'm down to it. I'm super down. It can be our first video podcast. <laughs> Maybe our last. Stairs <laughs> in the woods. Yikes. Fuck. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. That's so crazy. That's research. Nice. I like it. That's really good. That definitely tops the shit that I got. (laughs) (laughs) So, Logan, what genre is your stories? Um, they're like, um, more like supernatural, and I, I also I do have a third story, and it's a like a personal story, and I don't know if I've told it on the podcast before, but I definitely have told you guys about it. But it's fucking scary. So. Is yours like ghosts? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. I I was hoping somebody else was ghosts. gonna do ghosts. And one of them is like ghosts and real life, and it's kind of fucking creepy. And Ooh, like, I'm excited. Gave me the gave me the heebie-jeebies. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My genre is aliens. Of course. Yeah, I saw Naturally. a couple of alien stories, but like they were really short, and I was like, I like, I can't do do much. Yeah. Work. I have two of them that are fairly short, but yeah, I was hoping somebody was going to do ghosts because I wanted to, but I was like, I don't want, I want to pick a different genre, you know? That's fair. That's totally fair. Um, well, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Well, I only have two stories. I only have two stories as well. Oh. Okay. Um, I'll go first. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, yeah, my, my stories are about aliens and more specifically alien abductions because it interests me so much. Which is fair. Oh my God. I think I, I think I, we did tell this, my, the story of when I was on uh, FaceTime with you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. Oh my God. I, we already told that story. That would be a good one for this one, though. Um. Okay. So my first story follows a um a woman named Leah. <clears throat> so, um, this all began when she was outside of her apartment in Prince George's. Prince George County, playing with her sister and other children. It was dusk. Um, they heard a hum and they heard a buzz. Uh, and they looked over their apartment building and they saw like a soft saucer, like a disc-like object, right over a parking lot that they shared with another apartment building right next door. Um, it didn't have any wings. It was like a silver gray kind of color and it had a row of lights around the edge, like the very stereotypical UFO that you think of, you know? Um, and they immediately ran inside to tell their parents cause they wanted, they, they were like, come look. And they didn't believe them. They were like, oh, they're kids, their imagination, you know? And, uh, shortly after that, like three days later after that, they, uh, Leah, at least, started getting um, dreams. She had these weird dreams from the time she was 11 to about 20-ish. Um, let's see. How most of these dreams would go, they were mostly reoccurring. So it would start with Leah sitting in a booth in a small empty room with gray walls. 
um, like very monochromatic throughout the entire room, like just usually gray or, you know, different versions of white. Yeah. Um, a monotone voice behind her would say, don't move or you might be hurt. Um, suddenly, the chair that she was sitting in would turn into like um, a metal, like an autopsy table almost is how she described it. Um, yeah, she would start to hear like a whole bunch of clicking noises around her. She couldn't move at all. She was just like there paralyzed, but she could Wait. hear all these clicking noises, like, like almost what like an x-ray machine makes, you know, yeah. and she could out of the corner of her eyes, see all these things moving around her. No. Yes. Mm. Um, and her dreams would usually end with her all of a sudden being propped up and staring face to face with this bald man um, with a needle in his hand, a sharp, long needle. And as soon as he would get to her abdomen, like as soon as she could like feel it in her dreams, you know, she would wake up. That yeah. how, that's how most of these nightmares would go. Ooh, that's gross. Yeah, that is yeah. Gross. Um, what the fuck? I think but I the might dream story. What? I think I might have heard about this story. Mm, possibly, a lot of alien abduction stories start with the dreams. Like that's mm -hmm. how they yeah. they have these reoccurring dreams so frequently that they're like, well, it's got to be more than just my subconscious like exploring at night, you know? Yeah. Right. Um, but the dreams were only part of the story. That's only part of the reason why she believes in all this. Um, when she was 12 or 13, her and her sister, uh, they were staying at their grandparents' house one time. Um, they were in separate beds in the same room. Um, and about halfway through their trip, um, one night they were laying in bed. And uh, a ball of lightning, Leah described it as, uh, passed through the window and curtain into their room. Um, it was about the size of a ten tennis ball, but it was so bright that it was like blinding. Um, it went right between the beds, bounced off a door, um, and then vanished. This happened 20 times, like roughly 20 times that night. Night? That, that night. That one specific night. It didn't happen before that, and it didn't happen, happen again after that. But it happened 20 times that night. That's weird. Because those things are real, like balls of electricity that form and they'll just float through the sky and they've floated into people's houses before, but 20 fucking times? Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, after just like the fourth or fifth one, they were like freaking out. They were screaming and they were, the balls of light were going in between her and her sister. So they were like staying on opposite sides of the room, you know? And they were screaming and they were freaking out. Um, and there were five other people other than her her and her sister um, in this house. But no one heard them screaming. No one woke oh, up. Fuck. Yeah. Why is your child's worst nightmare? Literally. Yeah. And so after about like roughly the 20th one, like she finally got the nerve to like get up and run out of the room. She opened the door. She ran down the hallway. She tripped. The next thing she remembers is waking up in the bed. Oh, yeah! Ew, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, so here's the thing. Her sister 
they were talking about it the next morning. They both woke up in beds like it was totally fine. They both remember this happening. They both share this memory exactly how it happened. Um, yeah, so, you know, a little, a little after that, um, Leah, she couldn't get this off of her mind, right? So she felt like she was losing her damn mind, you know? Um, but then about 10 years later after that incident, her and her friend were, um, at a mall inside of a bookstore. Um, Leah looked at a display of books in the bookstore um, the covers featured a drawing of a grotesque creature with big black almond-shaped eyes. The book was named Communion, and the writer was Whitley Streber, and he was talking about his experience with alien abductions. <coughs> <coughs> as soon as she saw the cover, fucking memory started flooding back to her. Oh, and she no. was like, she, she was paralyzed with fear and she fell to the ground and she was like, oh my God, that's them. Those are the people from my dreams. Holy shit. Yeah, that'll definitely make you weak at the fucking knees. Yep. Jesus. That's wild. Uh, and all she can say about it was that that was them. I, The dream stopped happening right around like 20, 21 years old. Um, no more balls of light. No more, no more experiences, but she recognized those. That's insane. Instantly. Wild. Holy shit. So that's my first story. God damn, that's good. Mm -hmm. That was super good. That was uh, wild. All right, and I guess I'll go ahead and tell you my second one now. This one, this one was, um, this one was off of Reddit. Um, this Reddit post is called, I need to get this off my chest. Um, and I haven't read this entire thing just yet, so I'm just going to go ahead and read it all exactly how it's written. So it starts off with, I really need to tell my experiences to someone. I feel like I want to cry when I'm not able to talk about it. It makes me feel so lonely and crazy. I've had many events in my life that I knew were strange, but never had the place to talk about. Never had the place to talk about it. It started when I was very young. A lot of these events felt like they were dreams, but I know they weren't dreams. I'll make sure to mention what events felt like dreams versus knowing I was 100% certain I was aware and awake. The first experience felt like a dream. I have some memory issues due to childhood abuse, which has made it harder for me to talk about this because people would blame a lot of my experiences on that, on trauma. Um... But um, anyway, my first experience when I was a little girl at daycare. In Virginia, we have tons of trees. It's beautiful. And where my daycare was set up at the edge of the woods. Oh, and my daycare was set up at the edge of the woods with the playground being under some trees. But you were able to see the next house over in the upper, over, oh my fucking God. Yeah. You were able <laughs> to see. Right, right from the source. It's so small. Especially when they're not. <laughs> And then when they're not like grammatically correct and like they uh -huh. create some commas. <laughs> but you were able to see the next house over in the open field. I was on the swing facing the direction where the woods opened up, and you could see the next house over. It must at least be less than half an acre away. The whole sky was swallowed up by this giant metallic thing. 
This is where I felt like I must have been dreaming because I could see metalwork on the bottom of this metallic thing. I don't remember anyone else being around when this happened. I was six at the time. Another time was uh, another time when I had something weird happen. I know I was for sure awake. I must have been twelve years old. I was feeling like I I was feeling like I had a head cold. My nose was super stuffy and nothing would come out. I was in the bathroom blowing my nose and ended up getting this tickling sensation in my right sinus. I All sneezed. Right. What? <laughs> I just said my right sinus. <laughs> I almost said signage. <laughs> <laughs> um, I sneezed really hard and felt something dislodge itself from my nose and heard it hit the sink in front of me, like a wet, soft noise. I looked into the sink and I see this weird geometric shape, like maybe a square that had other ridges, if that made sense. I felt I felt it and it felt like cartilage. It was dense but soft. Couldn't crush it with my fingers when inspecting it, and it was flesh colored. I'm talking about Yeah, <laughs> I know. Oh, Jesus. Talking about this now, I can still feel it in my nose where it dislodged itself. Oh. oh. My skin right now. Oh. <laughs> Next, when I was 17 to 18 years old, I was laying in my I was laying in my boyfriend at the time's bed. His room had a single panel window that I was staring out of while I was waiting for him to come back from upstairs. I see this object that somewhat reminded me of a Beyblade slowly swirling. Yet, it looked like it was moving so fast, it left a trail of its image slightly behind itself to make a right angle in the window. It had a red and yellow coloring. I wish I could describe the pattern I saw on it. It was like a spiky-looking sun. I remember not reacting to it, just observing it. It's only later did I think anything weird of it. My boyfriend also lived out of a rural area with the neighbors being a bunch of old folks, so I don't believe it could be a child throwing some weird frisbee. Plus, his home is on a thick, a tall, thick foundation, and this object was way over the trees, but I could see it in the roof window. The next experience happened when I was 20 years old. My mom usually takes us to the beach every year, most of the time we go to the Outer Banks in North Carolina, but this year we went on a girls' trip uh, to Virginia Beach as it was closer and more affordable. My mom went all out and booked a hotel on the boardwalk where you have the perfect view of the ocean, nothing obstructing it. I was laying in the bed closest to the balcony sliding door, and in my heart of hearts, I know what I feel like when these events happen. I am in a sedated mood. I remember seeing a large black triangular thing cut into the ocean. It didn't even make the ocean ripple. It was like it cut the water with a knife and slid in. When I saw the object, I did not feel scared or anything. I just simply closed my eyes and fell back asleep. This must have happened in the early morning, maybe 6 or 7. No one else in the room saw it, or if they did, they never mentioned it. But neither did I. Oof. Oof the. Oof the. Is that the end? No, 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 there's more. Oh. oh, I was like, what the hell? That's fucking weird. Mm -hmm. These next stories are more recent events. I'm 30 now. 
Last year, my fiance and I went to the Rappahannock River, where his family has a house on the river. For the most part, this neighborhood is empty in March, as a lot of the house owners come to stay during the warmer months. It was later in the night, and I decided to go on a walk with my fiance. The roads are barely roads, more like gravel paths with trees lining it. You can look straight up and see the sky clearly when walking around. <clears throat> as my fiance and I were walking, he stopped me and pointed out this somewhat flashing light in the sky. At first, he thought it might be a satellite and pulled his phone out to look up to see what he could see in the sky at the time. It was some app he used. I'll have to ask him when he wakes up. The more we looked at it, <clears throat> the more we looked at it, the harder we had a, the harder of a time we had tracking it. I swear you look, look at it and it would bounce somewhere else. When you would find it again, it would bounce somewhere else in the sky. It wasn't going in a straight line. It almost was serpentining in the sky. Eventually, we lost track of it because it would move so fast. Like you would be able to look at it for maybe two to three seconds after you found it, and then it's gone again. <clears throat> okay, next story. I was at Brown's Isle at night in Richmond, looking at the bridge that crosses over into Belle Isle. When looking in this direction, you can see Hollywood Cemetery. You can see a mausoleum sitting on the side of the hill that Hollywood Cemetery sits on while standing on the Brown's Isle Bridge. I've been to this mausoleum numerous times. Where it is and what I saw doesn't make sense. While looking at Bell Isle Bridge, I see this giant orange orb sitting out in front of the mausoleum. When looking at streetlights that were closer to the orange orb, it was much bigger than the lights. I pointed it out to my fiancé and the other folk I was with, and it disappeared shortly after. Like, seriously, I must have been like, hey, look at that orange light over there. And then it vanished, and other people couldn't look at it. Um, when I was looking at it, it was just hovering there. At first, I thought maybe it was a security it was security making its rounds, but the golf cart thing they use, um, headlights wouldn't have been that big. Mind you, the orb did not illuminate or anything around it, but itself was super bright. Hmm. The last thing I'm going to tell you is about what sent me over the edge a few nights ago. My fiance pointed out these two round bruises on my leg, like something grabbed me really hard. A few days later, my fiance has the same bruises on his arm. The distance between the two bruises were the same on both of us. It couldn't have been something I ran into. We have nothing in our apartment that could do that to us and where the bruises are. Um, it wouldn't make sense. And if we did, I am 5'2 and my husband is 6'6". Six, six. My god. Holy shit. Some nights... crawling around. Mm -hmm. Some nights I feel like something is watching me from my roof window in my apartment in Carytown. I feel like I shouldn't even be telling anyone this, but I do feel like a giant weight has been lifted off of me just writing all of this down instead of keeping it inside my head. If anyone needs clarification on some parts of the story, let me know, as I am writing this at 3.15am. Damn. What the hell? Yeah. And that's all of her alien experiences. That is Holy crazy. Shit. I think I would... I'd be so terrified if I had that many experiences. Which does make sense because typically, and who's to say, <clears throat> who's to say whether this track, this fact is true or not? Because 
if you lie about something like this and get a lot of attention, odds are you're going to do it again, right? <laughs> but <clears throat> usually, people that have alien, like UFO experiences, alien experiences, tend to have them a lot throughout their life. Yeah. It yeah. tends to be a recurring thing, not just like a yeah. one-time thing. Yeah. Oh, but that's so weird. You that thing that came out of her nose? Oh. Yeah. yeah. The way she described that, I wanted to die. I wanted to die. If something like that had happened to me, I would have been in a puddle of tears on the floor calling my fucking doctor's office. Oh, yeah. I'm <laughs> like, something just came out of my and I, it might be a piece of my brain. I don't know. <laughs> it might be a piece of my brain. <laughs> oh, Really? Thinking about the description makes me want to fucking throw up. Yeah. God damn, that was such a good story, though. Oh, God. And I'd believe it too, because there's like so many alien, like people who have had alien experiences, and like so many of them are so similar, and like yeah, it just oof. I I can't. Weird. Want it? I want it to like happen to me, but I also really don't like. I want to. I want to just like know for sure. But how scary! Nothing can be scarier than what life is throwing at us right now. Honestly, you're right. Fair. Apollo. There are old paranormal experiences. Goddamn. Mm-hmm. Oof. Oof, though. We've only had a few, but those few are enough for me. All right, Logan, why don't you get into your stories, homie? All right. So I'm going to do um, my two. I also found both of my stories on Reddit. So I'm going to do those two first, and then I'm going to tell my story. Um, So this one, um, I was just looking up, like, scary stories on Reddit, and a lot of them were paranormal stories, and both of mine kind of happened to be that. so uh, this one is called The Old Lady. Um, it's, it starts, uh, this all happened a couple of years ago. To give a bit of background, I, female, own a holiday house out, out in the country that I look forward to every summer. I go for weeks to months on end and love it. The only issue is it is slightly isolated. The closest neighbors are about a 20-minute walk, and they are the only people on my street or near me. I want to add that this house is over a hundred years old, and it is a small cottage and has been passed through the family for generations. The neighbors are farmers, so uh, they're usually not home. Uh, This all went down one Tuesday morning. I was baking with the door open to let in fresh air as it was sunny outside, and we don't normally get that in Ireland. A knock on the open door jolted jolted me up from my daydream like a state. I read that wrong. (laughs) Um, A knock on the door. (laughs) Okay. A knock on the open door um, jolted me up from my daydream-like state. A somewhat raspy voice called out, Hello, dearie. I was taken aback. I shot around to see a small old lady at my door. Her short gray hair twinkled in the sun. I said hello and asked what she needed. She claimed that she didn't want to interrupt us and asked if this was an okay time. I replied, of course, but emphasized again on what she was doing, uh, now practically standing in our kitchen. She asked, did we know? What the hell? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Literally. 
She asked, did we know Mary? I said, no, I have never met somebody named Mary, surprisingly. She said that was all right and left. I only realized as she walked out the door that she might have been lost or needed a lift home as the road isn't safe due to the tractors. In our house, you have to go left straight after you head out the door to get up to get to the wall and gate. The wall is quite small, so anybody can hop up. Oh, so anybody can hop it or sit on it. I ran out the door after her to see nothing. There was no electric cars at the time, so she couldn't have been using that. I have a very clear view of up and down the road for many, many miles and can't see her. It was like she had disappeared. Um, and then it says, this story still freaks me out to this day. I only realized today that the very original owner of the house's name is Mary. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And it's kind of sweet at the end. She says, I hope she rests well knowing that there's a family that loves her house as she did her own. That's kind of cute. But also, what the fuck? Yeah, that actually... That gave me chills, and I have like tears welling oh, up in my eyes. I like wild. that. I couldn't imagine. Like I've never heard anything like speak speak like that. So that shit's oof. That's wild. Absolutely wild. Mm. If something walked into my house and I didn't know who or what it was, I would get my boyfriend, my taser, and leave. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, old old lady or not. I don't give a f I will run your ass down. You randomly pop up in my fucking kitchen. Nah. Literally. Nah. Alright. Um, this next one is kind of, um, like, it's kind of sad. Um, oh. Nothing, like, nothing crazy bad happens, but, like, it's, holy shit. Okay, so, um, the title of this story is My Ouija Board Tried to Warn Me. Yeah. Oh, I love this already. Uh, yeah. Ouija boards give me weird vibes. Yeah. I love Ouija boards. Yep. Um, so this one is written a little rough, so it's going to be a little rough to read, so bear with me. Um, several years ago, maybe a year or so after I finished high school, I was with a group of friends. I'll change everyone's name, including my own, for privacy reasons. Anyways, this group of friends and I were quite bored on a summer night in a small town. So, naturally, we broke out a Ouija board. <laughs> Checks out! Yeah, yep. Like most places, we had our local ghost stories, you know, tales told to keep, told the kids to keep them out of the woods. Well, we took our 1299 glow-in-the-dark Ouija board to one of our town's most <laughs> infamous bases at midnight. <laughs> um, so, me, Phoebe, along with friends Monica... Chan or Rachel, Joey, Chandler, Janice, and Ross. Nice. <laughs> yeah. All went to our local junior high school co courtyard, where legend has it you'll hear a baby cry at midnight to play the Ouija. We started by asking all the usual questions, and wouldn't you know it, not a damn thing happened. Uh, we'll have to wait. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Mom, you said you listened to this. I'm. We're recording an episode now, and I will call you back, I promise. True <laughs> <laughs> fan. Yeah. Um, we started by asking all the usual questions, and wouldn't you know it, not a damn thing happened. So, defeated and still bored, we trudged back to Rachel's place. She lived really close. Her mom was really chill, looking back on it, probably a little too chill, and told us we should have lit candles, sat in a circle, you know, really do the damn things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, Sounds like something person's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, 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 you're doing that all wrong. To attract them. 
Um, <laughs> goddamn. So, being incredibly stupid and immature teenagers, we did it again. But this time, it was a little different. We asked all the usual, is someone here? The planchette moved to yes. Do you want to harm us? Goes to no. Monica started acting strange. She was breathing kind of heavy, tearing up. No one else really noticed, but I did. I wish I had said something. Rachel asked, do you want to tell us something? Moves to yes. What? Joey and Chandler had noticed by now that Monica was visibly and audibly upset. We met eyes, not wanting to break the link that we had created. Without words, we agreed to let it ride. Um, what? Janice asked the Ouija board again, more forcefully this time, as she was becoming scared and impatient. Hurt, the Ouija board spells out. That's when Monica let go. She... Let me see the bottom of that. Okay. She began rocking back and forth, crying and sweating profusely. Ross started to go to her, but along with the Ross started to go to her, but along with the other, I screamed for him to along with the others, I screamed for him to stop. Don't break don't break the link. Rachel's eyes now brimmed with tears. Um Rachel, whose eyes now brimmed with tears, asked, You want to hurt? You want to hurt one of us? The planchette moves to no. So, someone we know will get hurt. Maybe? It moves to yes. Okay. We all sat back, Monica still noticeably hyperventilating. While Ross's face was still plastered with worry, Chandler gave me the she's totally being dramatic look. And honestly, I agreed. I wanted to get this moving along already. So I said, fine, who is going to get hurt? Moves to J, and then moves in a circle to Jay, repeatedly, over and over again. And together as a group, um, they talked about it. None of us knew someone whose name began with a J. Me again, so someone with a J name is going to get hurt. Planchette moves to yes. How? It spells out the word or the letters W-R-E-C-K, like wreck. Monica had visible tears rolling down her cheeks. I was beginning to get annoyed. Is anyone else going to be hurt? Um, Planchette moves to yes. Well, who? I demanded impatiently. It spells out the name Brian. At this point, it was about 2 a.m. We were all irritated. Wait a he just gave one of the names. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I guess they don't, I, we don't necessarily know that they have a Brian. Sorry, continue. Yeah. yeah. Um, at this point, it was like 2 a.m. We were all irritated and bored and just blew out the candles and quit playing. Well, that's also pertinent to the story. Um, we never said goodbye to the board. I was actually, I know. Oh, rookie mistake! Exactly. I was actually spending the night with Rachel that night, and once everyone had left and we had settled into bed, it was about 3 a.m. Just as I closed my pretty little eyes, my mother called me. My cousin, Jay, was in a really bad motorcycle wreck. He wasn't dead, but he was hurt really bad and in a coma. But here's what really had me fucked up. He and his wife had just had their son a couple weeks before, and they had named him Brian. Oh, fuck. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. And the end of the story is, I know it sounds absolutely bonkers, but it's been almost 20 years, and my cousin Jay, he's alive. When he came out of his coma, he was different. Sometimes I will catch him looking at me, but I won't recognize his eyes. If I'm ever alone in a room with him, I'm just overwhelmed with this lightheaded feeling. I don't know, man. 
and that's the end. It's so weird. Yeah. Oh my Isn't that god. Fucking crazy. Yeah. Do you see that? <laughs> I have <laughs> chills all over my body. Tears. Yeah. Ooh. That's bonkers. Crazy. That's a Ooh, fucking the fact that when she said I look sometimes I look at him and I don't recognize his eyes. Yeah. Oh, and the light-headed when it's just the two of them in the room? Mm. What the hell? Big oof. Oof. Big oof. God Ooh, damn, that was good, Logan. That was really good. That was oh, craziness. Um, yeah, I thought those stories were very good. I'm glad that you guys liked them. Uh-huh. Um, my last story is kind of fucking... This one's a little wild. Um, so, I had this friend in uh, college when I was in marching band, and... I'm just gonna say her first name. Her name is her name was Sammy. Um, and one night we were hanging out and um she was like having me take her around to different places in town because she had talked to somebody who lived here. Um and they had told her about all these places, but she was from Minnesota, so like she had never actually been to them before. Um so we were just like driving around town and like I took her to a couple of different spots and she was like, Well, like what places do you know of in town? Like what is there to do here? And I was like, it, at this point, it was probably like 9.30 or 10 o'clock. Um, and so I told her about this place in town um, called the Slaughterhouse. And it that's pretty oh. much what it, yeah. That's I love the Slaughterhouse. Yeah, absolutely. Did you know that they tore it down? Yeah, it's gone. Really? Yeah, it's totally yeah. gone now. Oh my yep. god. I know. Fucking wild. Probably because... There was some weird fucking shit going on in that place. And yeah. a lot of teenagers disturbing private yeah. property. Well, I mean... There are still well, people who lived next to that place. They're going fucking know. That's very fair. Um, so I was telling her about this place, and um, I was like, you know, I've been there before, and it's always, like, super fucking creepy, and the inside of it is, like, super dilapidated and just, like, fucked up. And, like, some of, there's some rooms that have, like, weird, um, sometimes, like, satanic, like, spray paint on the walls. Or, like, um, it's just kind of some weird, creepy shit. And so we decide to go down there. Um, as we're, like, pulling up that house that's right next to it, there was, a, like, a big fire burning in the yard. But there was nobody out there. Like, there wasn't a person, um, there wasn't a dog, there wasn't anybody out there. It was just, like, this fire burning in their yard. Um, and so I was like, okay, well, they're probably, like, inside their house, you know, whatever. Um, so I go and I park my car, um, like, down the street. So, like, the slaughterhouse sits on this long road, and then right in front of it, there's another road that's, like, perpendicular to the one you drive up on. And so you can drive up that, and that's where we parked... Uh, my car and we go through there's like a little hole in the fence we go through that and we go up into the slaughterhouse and um it's i mean for me it's like the same thing that it always is it's like there's um all the weird shit inside and like when you go in you kind of just get goosebumps and like there's you just get a weird feeling being inside of this place well, and every like, single time i've been there that's it how was it like is. gross and it like smelled like mildew and like people yeah. always have to do drugs and shit oh yeah 
Oh, yeah. It was... Well, and there was also a part of the plant that always, 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 always smelled like rotting meat. And, mm-hmm. like, yeah, like, constantly. And, um... So you, like... And that was more towards the back. There was, like, this pit in the ground. There's just, like, this big metal hole and you look inside and it just goes down into this giant like concrete space um and that's where the smell would always come out of which weird and i'm never gonna fucking go in there because why would you yeah that smells like something's dead ew um so we're like walking through and we do the whole thing um and while we're in there both of our phones are like really fucking close to dying um, so we're at the back of the slaughterhouse, and, um, we thought we heard, like, some shit way back in the woods, um, and it was kind of freaking us out, and so we're like, okay, well, we need to go back, um, and we're just gonna go. So we start walking through the slaughterhouse, and we have both of our flashlights out on our phones, and then all of a sudden we hear, um, a dog start barking, like, really loud, and it was constant. And so we were like, oh, shit. Okay, well, we need to really fucking go. And so we turn off our flashlights and um, start heading out. And at this point, like, the dog is still barking. um, And we're walking up to the fence. And then all of a sudden, the dog stops. I still didn't, like, see anybody or, like, see a dog or anything. Um, And right next to this opening in the fence, um, there was, like, a bunch of old... Um, cars but there was one that was super close and it was like blue and like not super messed up but it was just like sitting on the ground it didn't have any tires um and so we're going through the fence and as i let i had sammy go first so that i could like keep an eye out as she's going through all of a sudden there's this like seven foot tall dark figure standing on the other side of the car with a flashlight and like you I couldn't see any features. I couldn't make out what he was wearing. He was literally just this black silhouette from head to toe. He looked like a shadow. Yeah. 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 And so I was like, holy shit. Like, I was literally was like, we need to go. We need to go. And so, like, I rush her out, and I rush through the, through the fucking hole in the fence. Um, and as I, like, as we're walk like, running away, we, we're not walking. I turn around, and now the figure is standing on the side of the car that's closest to us and he's like walking really fast towards us he's not running but he has long legs and like he's walking really fast and so me and her are just like busting fucking ass trying to get to my car we finally get in and i start it and i peel out of there and i look in the rearview mirror and the guy is literally standing in the middle of the road just standing there with the flashlight and like not moving and i was like holy fucking shit and so that makes me feel sick yeah yeah and so after like 10 more minutes of driving around we were like there's no fucking way that that actually just happened right (laughs) right and so we fucking go back naturally um (laughs) and yeah and at this time i was like a quarter of a mile away and i turned my headlights off and i was driving like really slow um And as we're, like, about to pass the house that's right in front of where the slaughterhouse is, I swear to God, there was nothing. There was nothing there. There was nothing in the car. There was nothing around the car. And as we pass by it, all of a sudden, he's there again with the flashlight right fucking next to my car. 
So I peel out of there and we leave. Oh, and at that time there wasn't a there wasn't a fire at the house anymore either. It was like put out. Um and so I peel out of there and we leave and that was the last time that I had ever been even been Could you make out any of his features no. any of the other times that you saw him? No. He was literally just this tall what? dark disgusting. Mhm. Yep. Oh, that's yep. spooky. Oh, I <laughs> so, hate that. Yeah. That's my spoopy story. Fucking <laughs> crazy that happened. God damn! That's some good shit. That's caught me making me think I have things out of my peripheral vision looking at me right now. <laughs> I shit you not. There was twice during that story where I was like... <laughs> looking over in the hallway. Be like, I'm gonna make sure that figure is Easy! Yeah. Oh my god, Logan. I think you yeah. fucking win. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Your guys, your guys, I thought they were really good. Holy, fuck. yours literally had tears in my eyes. Your guys were Ooh. fucking creepy yours and was, gross and weird. Yours was kind of scaring the shit out of me. But I do want to find the stairs. I was about to say well, yours. Uh, yours made us want to plan a trip to some fucking stairs in the middle of the yeah. forest. <laughs> Uh, for the record, I was going to do some of the stories from our high school, but I think I'm going to save that. And if you want to hear about those, go on our TikTok. Yeah, or email us. Yeah, uh, or email us and tell us where you would prefer to see them. But I'm going to put them up on TikTok because we're kind of running out of time on the oh, actual episode. I got you. Okay. So if you would like to hear those stories, I will be making a post about that. Uh, if not on Halloween, after Halloween for sure. But hell yeah. Or hopefully before. I'll try and shoot for before, just you know, keep it yeah. in theme or whatever. Just a couple days or something. But I know we talked about it in the beginning of the episode. I just didn't want to go without addressing it. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Tweet. Oh yeah. I'm excited. Damn! What a good crazy episode. episode. Oh. So good. Cops are. Paranormal Experiences episode, I would say. I think I would agree. The first season. That one, yeah, that one was pretty good, though. Like, I, as you were talking about the story with the Ouija board, I was thinking back to the experiences that we had with the fucking Ouija board. I don't know, bitch. Like, living it, living those experiences, living those stories, fucking weird. Yeah. Real as hell. Yeah. Look at it. Look at it all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a wild time. Yeah, it was. Why do you don't deal with that shit anymore? I'm not gonna lie, it made me right after we end this call, it made me want to go grab it and just no. try it. You're by yourself. That's yeah. like the cardinal rule. But dude, I wanna do it again too, so wait for me to come over. And we'll do okay. Do you have to promise me you're not gonna do some shit like that by yourself because that is unacceptable. I okay. As ignorant as this sounds, I I can fight those bitches. I don't give a flying <laughs> shit, bitch. Well, what you, you think you can I do? Feel like you can't. You don't I feel like you can't fight them, but you can protect yourself and like and fight them that way. That's what I was going to say, but I turned it into something comedic instead. <laughs> I don't think it will be able to affect me. I feel like I, I am very mentally strong and abled. 
I do not doubt that you are mentally strong and able, but I also do not trust anything like that by yourself. The entities. Because... The entities? And as educated as you are on stuff like that, they are always able to outsmart you because they have been around long and they have more tricks up their sleeve a lot of the time. Assuming that you encounter the nice ones, you will not have to worry, but you cannot always make that assumption because you know that things... Spirits, beings, lie to get into your good graces. That's all I'm saying. Correct. But, on the other side, I've already had paranormal experiences in this house, and I really want to talk to it. Really? really bad. Don't bend it. Why? It's a magnet. You fucking idiot. Oh, I'm so sorry. Wait, why are you putting a magnet on your phone? It's it's a little thing. It's you can slip it behind your case and it'll magnetize your phone to like a car thing. Oh, okay. It's trying to fucking snap it in half. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be fun. <laughs> oh, we can wait. I'm gonna wait till we finish on the episode. Okay. Well, do you want to do some song recommendations after those scary stories? Please, please, please have Halloween-themed songs or something spooky. Don't give me no Taylor Swift bullshit. I'm going to give you Taylor Swift's um, tears on, teardrops on my guitar. <laughs> give me... Oh, Milo has a new song. Uh-huh. Haircut, is it good? It is good. I like it. By the way, um, I, listen, I guarantee you didn't listen to my song. Do you even remember what my song was? From last, from last episode? Mm-hmm. I see. Hold up. Mm-hmm. Um, hold That's... Up. It, was. it was Attention by Charlie Puth. It was not. It wasn't that. I can't remember what was the name, it? but it wasn't that. Light Switch? No. No. Try again. Hold on. It's called Hilarious. No. Oh, oh, it was Hilarious. That's what it was. I was going to say, like, knock it off or something. It's called That's Hilarious, Chris. Fake man. Okay, honestly, eat my ass, Logan. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't think I did listen to it yet. Mm. Have you listened to Jordy's new song? Jordy has a new song? Yeah, it's called I Get High. It's cute. It's (sighs) slower. It's a lot slower than his usual stuff. But it's it's very real. Oh, purr. I'm ready. I'm ready for it. Okay. My song for the Halloween spirit... It's called Calling All the Monsters by China and the Plane. <laughs> I mean, we talked about that the other day. Oh my god, that's a that good song one. is a staple in my childhood, and it is honestly kind of a bop, if we're being real. If yeah. we're being real. <laughs> it's a pretty good song. And it's like obviously you know it's like a kid song. It came off of freaking Disney Channel, mm-hmm. but kind of goes hard. Just yeah, saying. honestly, all the songs from Ant Farm went hard. The theme song? Right, exactly. Disney Channel do it right. So. Yeah, exactly. I agree. I love that song. It's real good. What's your song, Chris? Are we the bird? My song is just from last year. Uh, she did release it on her Halloween album. The artist is Tones and I, and the song is Won't Sleep. I've never heard It's a that. very well, it's on the playlist, so you can go find it. 
it's Halloween-y themed. I 100% recommend going to check out the video because the video also gives it that Halloween-y vibe, like very spooky. It's like, I'm pretty sure the set is like a Halloween party, but Ooh. it goes a little deeper than that. And it's just, it's so good. It's a bop and it gets you in the spooky feels. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right, Logan. Bitch right. loaf. Just a second. Um, while Logan is taking his little few seconds, I just want to do a special shout out to a mummy Ashniko. She has mm. so many Halloween bops. Oh, just yeah. go look at her discovery. Yeah. That's all I need to say. She has like five four Halloween songs now. Four. Bet. Four. But go look her up. She's a special mention because she is the queen of Halloween type songs. Absolutely. All four of them are. Mm -hmm. Her songs are like horror core, I feel like. Mm -hmm. It's so good. Um, I'm going to throw it back for my song recommendation. It's one that I'm sure a lot of you have heard, but I love it. And it always puts me in like kind kind of a spooky mood, but also it just like gets me pumped up. Um, I swear so to God, if you're about to say the monster bash, I'm gonna end no, up. What? God no. Oh, I played it too many times at work now, and I'm over it. <laughs> no, I'm gonna recommend Superstition by Stevie Wonder. Um, it's an oldie, but it's a goodie, and it's mm, Stevie Wonder's voice is beautiful. Um, and that song is kind of spooky. So check it out, please. It slaps. Absolutely, it does. I love that. Also, what a good idea to make the songs Halloween theme. I yeah. love that. That was so right. Cool. All right, do you guys got your scripts out? Yep. Yeah. Got the script out to make your mother chum. Uh, Logan, <laughs> you, you just always just you always fun. make it weird. I have to. well all right everybody i think that just about wraps up our spooky stories episode go ahead and tell us what you thought of it yeah and you can do that at i messed up because you're emailing us at the minorities at gmail.com and that's t-e-a-s um, you can also follow us wherever you're listening on, whether that be Spotify, Apple Music, um, Sony Podcast, Podbean. There we go. Um, and yeah, we're on all your favorite podcasting services, so come check us out wherever you're on. And you can also keep up with us on Instagram, also at the Minorities to stay updated. Uh, we also recently got a TikTok. At the official minorities, which is where I'll be posting the high school scary stories that we were going to tell you guys about. Um, make sure that you give us a rating, share us with your friends, your family, your coworkers, your mm. crazy cousin, like whatever Absolutely. you want, man. Get it out there. And if you guys have some spoopy, scary stories of your own, you're more than welcome yeah, to send them in. in. We'll do, we'll happily do another scary story yeah, episode. Yeah, it doesn't have to be Halloween, because everybody loves spooky things. Exactly. All the time, year-round. But yeah, Absolutely. just make sure you share it. And please yeah. interact with us. Let us know what you want on Instagram, oh. on TikTok, whatever 
service you have, whatever you're working with, let us know. Absolutely. We want to hear from you. Please. Um, I think I'm it up. Yo, well, Logan's head. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see, see you next, next time. time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I almost just ended the fucking call. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you did. Okay. That was